Welcome into the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in fabulous downtown Las Vegas right here in the friendly confines of the Circa Sportsbook inside the VEASAN studio. Wes, good to be back with you again. Two NHL playoff Stanley Cup hoppy games underway and two already into overtime. It was on Saturday night that we saw the Washington Capitals get past the Boston Bruins in overtime. And now the New York Islanders and Pittsburgh Penguins are headed to extra hockey here, tied at three apiece. Yeah, and Kapanen gets the tying goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was 2-2 late in the third period. And then Brock Nelson for the Islanders and then Kapanen for the Pittsburgh Penguins now tied at 3-3 going into overtime and that of course puts this game over the total the uh, goalie was a late scratch this regular starting goalie for the New York Islander is a late scratch so it really didn't have much of an adjustment in the total but Pittsburgh got the money at least later at least the line adjustment at BetMGM they closed minus 145 plus a dollar 20 on the take back on the aisles but this is going to go over the total over five minus 145 is where it closed at BetMGM so even if you had five and a halves you are definitely good next goal is going to win and already two overtime games so we do the uh, the thing on Twitter that Bucci overtime challenge John <laughs> Bucci-Gras always does like a little giveaway of course Bucci with ESPN does a little giveaway of so like a hockey stick or some kind of paraphernalia or whatnot so see who the goal scorers are going to be here in overtime I'm going with Nelson for the Islanders and Dumoulin for the Pittsburgh Penguins I never get these right though by the way <laughs> it was uh, very late money that showed up for Pittsburgh because really throughout the morning uh, the New York Islanders were taking the money all the way down to just a plus 110 underdog at the South Point. And then, like you say, a late rush there of Penguins money bumped it up to minus 145 here at BetMGM. The total was heavily juiced to the over at five and about minus 140, maybe even minus 150. They had two goals early in the mm-hmm. first period. Then you had to wait all the way until four minutes left in the third period where the Islanders go up 3-2, to two, and then literally like 30 seconds later, Pittsburgh ties it up. Here we are now in the extra session. And then when you had Varlamov scratch, that's when I think the late adjustment came in on Pittsburgh. The Minnesota Wild are right down the street at T-Mobile Arena. They will be dropping the puck here against our Vegas Golden Knights here momentarily, and it looks like a little bit of late money coming in on the Vegas Golden Knights as well. They were 3-4-1 and one against the Minnesota Wild in the regular season. That's their worst record against mm-hmm. any opponent uh, any opponent of the year. But yet they are a favorite on home ice today. Minus 165 is your current price at BetMGM. Your total 5.5. Yeah, going back about 16 games, so the sample size, the Minnesota Wild 11-2-3 overall against the Vegas Golden Knights. 6-0-2 oh, at home. So they've been getting it done both home and away. And you saw a little bit of steam on the Wild. I think the overnight was about 155. Seeing plus 135 anywhere as high as plus 145 now on the wild. You would expect that VGK obviously here in Las Vegas is going to get the money here, but Minnesota has really been VGK's kryptonite. That's why I think getting that one seed was probably so important, which Colorado Avalanche got that done. So they'll get the St. Louis Blues in the one versus four matchup. And VGK, we kind of talked about all season that it seemed like it was inevitable that VGK and Colorado were going to meet in the playoffs, but the Minnesota Wild might have other ideas. This has been a very good team against the Vegas Golden Knights, obviously. We're going to have to see how the goaltenders play out for VGK. 
are they going to alternate Flurry and Leonard? You usually don't see alternate, okay, you start one game, the next guy starts the next game. You usually don't see that. You usually pick one and then squeeze a game in every three or four games out of your backup. So it'll be interesting to see how Peter DeBoer plays this out for VGK. And we are now underway in the extra session in Pittsburgh between the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just under 20 minutes, of course, a full period for the overtime session now. Next goal will win and take game one in this seven-game set. And oh, by the way, 50% capacity at T-Mobile Arena. There are going to be around 8,000 and change, which is arguably the biggest crowd that they've played in front of this season. So 8,000, still a decent atmosphere there uh, at T-Mobile Arena. So maybe that will inspire BGK, but a very tough first-round series for them. They'll be jacked up for that one for sure. And uh, I'm sure everybody's aware that this has been a team that the Vegas Golden Knights have struggled with in the Minnesota Wild. 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern out in the Sunshine State. A battle for the state of Florida between the defending Stanley Cup champion, the Tampa Bay Lightning, taking on the Florida Panthers. And Tampa Bay will be on the road at Florida as a small favorite. Now up to minus 125 here at BetMGM. Also the total in this one, 5.5. Florida going for their fifth straight overall win. And they are actually 5-2-1 and one against the Tampa Bay Lightning this year. Tampa Bay Lightning, though, getting the money here. Here, scene 125 now at BetMGM, plus 105, the take back on the Florida Panthers. And probably one of the main reasons is because Steven Stamkos mm-hmm. is going to be upgraded to probable. He had been out for the better part of a month. Nikita Kucherov also going to go, it looks like, for this game. So now that the Lightning, and by the way, Nikita Kucherov has been out since September 28th when Tampa Bay hoisted the Stanley Cup. So he has not played at all this year. So it'll be interesting to see how they go ahead and divvy up those lines and divvy up those minutes down there in Tampa. They really haven't had their full team all season, but the betters are buying in and betting the defending champions. Well, you wonder if those guys are going to be able to just turn it on and not only be in game shape immediately, but in playoff shape immediately. And it kind of feels to me like the Florida Panthers have been playing second fiddle all season long. Now, justifiably so, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the champs, but uh, Florida's had a pretty darn good season and is the higher seed in this tournament here with the Lightning. Uh, I'd be leaning towards the dog a little bit here. Yeah, I think the price is probably getting a little bit out of whack. I want to get a little bit more in the dollar five. Now, I believe I'm seeing some plus 115 elsewhere in the market, so... Wait on this line a little bit. Maybe wait before uh, opening face-off here at 4.38 Pacific, 7.38 Eastern time, and you're probably going to get a decent number on the Florida Panthers. Been a little bit of an underdog trend already. Of course, the Capitals got there on Saturday as an underdog, and right now the New York Islanders hanging in there in overtime. We've got the uh, college football championship on the FCS level between Sam Houston and South Dakota State. Sam Houston had a punt return called back for a block in the back, but they were able to eventually find their way into the end zone on that drive, and I believe we've got a tie score now in the second quarter. Yeah, middle of the second quarter, seven apiece now between the number one and number two teams in FCS this year, South Dakota State being the one, Sam Houston being the two. This is a neutral site game, though. This is being played in Frisco, Texas, and of course, when we talk about the golf, there is rain down there in the Metroplex, so you saw this total go up a little bit. It basically closed 48.5 pretty much in the market. Saw a couple 47.5. Circus Sports, I believe, was the market low. Close 
six pretty much across the board with South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits lay in the six. But I did kind of like the under here. I saw a 49 earlier at the South Point and went ahead and played that just for small. I haven't been in full disclosure, betting the entire FCS season. So it was just kind of a spot. Okay, it's a championship game. It's raining a little bit. They haven't dealt with a ton of inclement weather. So thought that maybe the defenses would prevail. So far, they are seven apiece midway through the first or second quarter. All right. Of course, it is the final day of the regular season in the NBA West, and still a lot of playoff positioning is in play. It got started at 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and one of the more meaningful games that tipped off was the Washington Wizards against the Charlotte Hornets, and they're tied with your Indiana Pacers for all three spots, or, or three of the four spots anyway, in the play-in round. And the winner of this game will take on the Boston Celtics. The loser of this game will take on your Indiana Pacers. Likely that is how it's going to shake out, and Charlotte has really been in control of this game throughout. They closed as about a six-point underdog here at BetMGM, but right now, Washington with a one-point lead, just about six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and and Bradley Beal did return today. He's been out with a hamstring injury, now has 16 or seven, make that 17 points as Washington just took the lead with about six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, 101 to 100. This did go up to seven, and I put a little on Charlotte here. What has now happened, though, because we do have one game that has gone final, that being the Indiana Pacers, they get it done over the Toronto Raptors, 125 to 113. The Pacers are going to be the number nine seed now in that play-in scenario. So basically, this is a difference of two spots here between Charlotte and Washington. Winner gets the eight, and loser goes ahead and gets a 10 seed and has to go to Indiana to go ahead and play the Pacers. So right now, 101-101, Charlotte now at the foul line, 558 left to go in the fourth quarter. And the Washington, or excuse me, the Washington Hornets, I almost said. The Washington Wizards are a one-and-a-half point favorite in the in-game market. Your total at 233-and-a-half. So this game is definitely on an over pace right now. The closing number was in the neighborhood of 227-and-a-half. Again, and now Charlotte takes the lead. They hit that that first free throw 102 to 101 in favor of the Hornets the New York Knicks and the Boston Celtics not a whole lot in play here Wes if the Knicks win they're going to hang on to that number four seed Boston we figure is going to be firmly planted in the seven hole in the play-in round and right now the Knicks getting it done 91 to 85 they closed as a big favorite Boston hanging inside the number but with just under five minutes to go this looks like it's going to get into the W column for the New York Knicks the Celtics have made a little bit of a run here, though. Now a six-point lead. Knicks closes 12-point favorites, and because Boston basically could not change their position, they are going to be in the seventh seed and hosting whoever gets this number eight seed, whether it's Charlotte or the Washington Wizards. So Boston rested a lot of guys today. Jason Tatum did not go. Robert Williams III, Kemba Walker, Tristan Thompson, Marcus Smart, Evan Fournier. So I believe the Boston Celtics like only had eight or nine players basically that we're going to be able to go today and so far getting it done here uh, 20 to 14 here in the fourth quarter the Boston Celtics basically going essentially with their second unit and a lot of their bench guys they've actually had 10 guys available today and now just a four-point lead for the Knicks in the garden four minutes ago 13-0 run for the Boston Celtics here over the last few minutes so the Knicks like you said they have the tiebreaker over the Atlanta Hawks if they go ahead and 
and hang on here because they do have identical 40 and 31 records. Atlanta will play later on tonight. Miami in the sixth spot, 39 and 32. So Nick's got to get a win here to get that home court advantage in the first round. And right now in the in-game market, they are four and a half point favorites over the Celtics, 91 to 87, under four minutes left to go in this ball game now. And uh, the Boston Celtics, of course, will be in the play-in round. You mentioned the Knicks in the four hole there. Your total has really come crashing down here as far as the in-game market all the way down to 196 and a half Wes and of course later on in the program we will continue to preview the NBA schedule coming up for your Sunday a lot of very meaningful games in the association today it's going to be a fun night kind of cool mm-hmm. you know people bashing mm-hmm. this play-in round thing I think it makes for a kind of a fun day today especially and it does make for a little bit of a tricky handicap in certain situations sure. because you are going to have guys and teams that are going to rest players uh, case in point a game now just starting the second half, that being Phoenix and San Antonio. We know Phoenix right here when we were here yesterday beat the Spurs by about 40 points. I think it was 140 to 103. Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and Devin Booker not going today for the Phoenix Suns. A couple guys resting for the Spurs as well. Spurs are locked into that 10 spot, so they're going to play whoever gets a number nine in the West. Phoenix is guaranteed the two. Now, if Phoenix can somehow finagle a win today and the Jazz lose later tonight, then Phoenix can get that one, but they are at least guaranteed the number two seed. Right now, the Charlotte Hornets up on the Wizards, 108-107, to under four minutes left to go in that one, and in the in-game market, Charlotte has flipped to the favorite, favored by a point and a half, your total at 235.5. Boston still within four points of the Knicks. It is 93-89 to with two and a half minutes left to go in regulation there at the Garden, and you mentioned San Antonio and Phoenix 63 to 61 in favor of the Spurs and that was a good point we talked about on the pregame show this morning really got to check the lineups Mm -hmm. for a lot of these games because we didn't necessarily know if Phoenix was going to rest all these players we thought maybe they would go for it they talked all season long how they wanted that number one seed but maybe they looked at this today Wes and said you know what Utah's not going to lose to Sacramento let's rest some guys right and Utah by the way on the road at Sacramento tonight that is a later uh, tip off today nine point favorites basically in the market including right here at BetMGM so I, I you know they are kind of anticipating that and you know part of me kind of likes the strategy and part of me kind of hates the fact that you get all these players sitting out I know you know some teams have meaningless games and whatnot and you don't have full crowds at these arenas but you do have spectators in some and it kind of reminded me this was basketball hall of fame weekend mm-hmm. this weekend and of course the late kobe bryant was inducted into the basketball hall of fame his widow vanessa bryant gave the speech and she mentioned a line in her speech though about how the fact because she once asked him why don't you ever sit out some of these games yeah. and it's like well you know what some of these people, they save money to see me play, and they only get to see me play once a year, and you almost don't want to let them down. It's like, good for looking out for the paying customer, because I come from a ticket sales background and a sweet sales background in the NBA, and it's a star-driven product, Brady, more sure, than any absolutely. other professional sport yeah. is. not a city or team-driven product. It is a star, and people want to see the LeBrons and the KDs and the Kawhis, the big stars in the league, 
go ahead and play. So be interesting to see how this is going to play out in effect here in this final day. By the way, a minute 30 left to go in the Garden. One possession game, Knicks 95-92 to as they are trying to wrap up that four seed. And they're going to have to sweat for it here in this final minute 20. Boston really putting up a fight, got the win outright as an underdog on Saturday over the Minnesota Timberwolves, trying to pull it off back-to-back here in New York today. Just the final uh, less than a minute left in that game. couple baseball scores here. San Francisco up on Pittsburgh 2-1. Baltimore over the Yankees 6-5. Toronto leading Philadelphia 8-3. And the Red Sox over the Angels right now. Five to four. We'll get you caught up on that basketball game. See if the Knicks can hang on to that four seed when we return. Inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, right here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you back inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. And an update on the hardwood here. You've got the Washington Wizards and the Charlotte Hornets down to about the final half minute in this ball game, and Washington hanging on to a three-point lead. 113 to 110 right now. Charlotte Hornet backers, Wes, like your catching six or seven points a little bit of a sweat going on here in the final seconds and then the New York Knicks trying to put this one home into the win column back up to a four-point advantage over the Boston Celtics now West 96-92 Hornets do have the ball by the way down three here of 20 seconds left to go so have a chance to tie here it looks like Boston is going to get the cover in the garden but the with this mash lineup that they have but the Knicks are going to get the win 96-92 five seconds left to go Celtics heave at three that is no good the New York Knicks will be your four seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs Boston by the way will be number seven one thing too I want to update real quickly before we switch uh, to another topic is obviously the Wild and the uh, Knights have already started here in Las Vegas I'm seeing all of the sports book and the admins kind of scramble because they are looking for the Islanders-Penguins game, which is supposed to be on CNBC, but apparently they are showing the Knights game also on CNBC, so a little bit of signals crossed, so we can't find the Islanders game. I mean, we're here in one of the best sports books in the world, and they can't even find the Islanders-Penguins <laughs> game right now here in Las Vegas. Well, they are still tied at three apiece in the extra session. About nine and a half minutes left to go in overtime is what I'm showing right now between the Islanders 
and the Penguins all tied at three and scoreless between Minnesota and VGK over at T-Mobile Arena. Just about 15 minutes left in the first period there. Taking a look at the uh, baseball scoreboard, we got through a few of the scores there, uh, Wes, but just want to see if I can wrap up a few of those. The Chicago Cubs leading the Detroit Tigers 5 to nothing. The Tampa Bay Rays out in front of the New York Mets. Rays trying to make it four in a row. That is 5-1 to one in the bottom of the eighth inning there. Milwaukee blanking the Atlanta Braves trying to snap a three-game losing streak. 3 to nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning there. Houston out in front early over the Texas Rangers. Texas has lost five in a row. Houston's won five in a row. One to nothing right now. Rangers at bat in the top of the fifth inning. And Minnesota... Big win in comeback fashion yesterday over the Athletics, trying to make it two in a row as they lead 4-1 to one in the top of the fourth inning there. Kansas City out to a one nothing lead over Chicago, one to nothing in the top of the fifth in Chicago, and then Colorado and Cincinnati just underway at Coors Field, and they are scoreless. Wes, we've got uh, a good basketball game coming up here pretty quick, uh, certainly one of the more meaningful ones today and that is the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies just a few minutes before they will tip off in San Francisco. And both teams are currently at 38 and 33 on the year in the Western Conference. They are in a tie. The loser of this game will likely get the... Uh, um, no, the winner the win gets the eighth seed. The winner is going to get the Lakers, I believe, correct? I had this all mapped out. Yeah, now as, as of right now, the Lakers are in the seven spot. They can catch Portland, though, if Portland were to lose to Denver tonight and the Lakers go ahead and beat the Pelicans, and we'll update those games later on in the show, who's in and who's out of the lineups. But currently, Golden State's in the eighth spot. Memphis in the nine spot. Both teams have 38 and 33 records. So that is about to get tipped off here in a little bit over 10 minutes. And... Memphis getting a little bit of the money here, and it's down to a three-and-a-half point spread. I personally like the under in this game at 228-and-a-half. John Moran is going to go for Memphis. Steph Curry also going to go for the Warriors. I think this is kind of an early playoff game. That's basically what it is right now with one of these two teams going to get the eight and the loser's going to get the nine because the Spurs are locked into the ten, five games behind these teams. So I like the under at 228 and a half, and you're seeing 228 at BetMGM. I think this plays like a playoff game today. Yeah, I got my notes mixed up here. The winner of this game will likely take on the Lakers or the Portland Trailblazers. The loser of this game will likely face the San Antonio Spurs. And really, Memphis has been seeing the money. Warriors opened up mm -hmm. as a five or five and a half point favorite. Now down to just the three and a half point favorite, and they will tip that one off pretty quick. We'll keep tabs on that one. All the NBA action today as we roll through the Green Zone presented by BetMGM right here on VSIN.
of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and The Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download the Beating the Book podcast with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all available for free right now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And just trying to keep track of that New York Islanders-Pittsburgh Penguins game. A lot of places still apparently having a tough time finding the TV coverage of that game. They are tied at three apiece, Wes. And about five minutes left in the overtime session right now. So five more minutes of hockey here without a goal, and we're headed to overtime number two. Right. And uh, our friend, uh, Chris Andrews, of course, the race and sports director down at the South Point which is our usual home for this program, is going crazy because he is a Pittsburgh native and obviously (laughs) a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. So everybody is looking for that. Uh, Dave Sherapan, another Pittsburgher. These guys are going back and forth and looking for this game, not being able to find it. Two games that you will be able to find on Tuesday because now they are finalized. In terms of the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference, It'll be the Boston Celtics at the 7, hosting the Washington Wizards, who are the 8th seed. That'll be 9 Eastern on Tuesday on TNT. And the 10 seed, the Charlotte Hornets, will go to Indiana to face the Indiana Pacers. The 9 seed, that'll be 6.30 Eastern time on Tuesday. So Hornets, Pacers first, and then Wizards, Celtics to follow on Tuesday night in the play-in. By the way, VGK and the Minnesota Wild still scoreless about the 11-minute mark in the first period here at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, you mentioned the Wizards advance there to uh, take on the Boston Celtics. They win the game 115-110. to Game stays under the total, and they do not cover the six or seven point spread whenever you got that one. Also, the Knicks do not cover, and this game st- stays well under the total, 96 to 92 over Boston. Phoenix has now taken the lead over San Antonio West, 83 to 79. And it is interesting. We know that Phoenix saddle all of their stars today, but if they can come out of here with a victory, they're still alive to get that number one seed exactly. with, with Sacramento and Utah and coming up. And this line did crash, though. It closed at two pretty much market wide with Chris Paul and Devin. Booker, also Jay Crowder, sitting for the Phoenix Suns today. Spurs, by the way, they sat a couple guys, too, because they cannot improve their position. They are five games back of the 8-9 and nine in the Western Conference, that being Memphis and Golden State, and the winner of that game coming up is going to decide who gets that 8th seed and goes and plays the 7th seed. So, And it's kind of like, well, we want to be home, so we want to be the ninth seed, but not really, because if you win that 8-7 game, you go immediately, you do not pass go, and you're in the playoffs as the seven seed. If you lose and you're the seven eight seed, you play the winner of the nine ten, so you get a second chance. But I think, you know, you'd probably rather go on the road and see if you can get a dub and go ahead and finish it and then move on and start preparing for who you're going to play in the playoffs. But that's going to get tipped off momentarily. Like you mentioned, 87-81 Phoenix over San Antonio. About two minutes left to go in the third quarter. Phoenix with the win goes to 51-21. and And then it's all on the Utah Jazz. It's basically... If they win, they get the one seed, and Phoenix will be the two. And the Utah Jazz are, of course, big favorites, taking on the Sacramento Kings a little bit later. On the road in Sacramento, laying nine points there with a total of 221, Wes. And for me, um, I could probably only bet Sacramento because you have to figure that the 
point spread there is reflective of the fact that everybody knows Utah has to win this game. Mm-hmm. They don't have to win the game, obviously. But, you know, I, I think I, one thing I said to James Salinas on the pregame show today, I think there's going to be a lot of money line parlays floating around the sports. Oh, absolutely. Today. I mean, you've absolutely. got the Lakers that have to win the the Sacramento King or excuse me, the uh, Phoenix Suns, the Utah Jazz. So, you know, the bookmakers, they're not dumb. They know that that's all going on. So I would imagine that these point spreads are a little bit inflated. If I was going to get involved in this game, and, and I don't think I'm going to, I could really only take the points with the home team. Yeah, I would be I would be likely the same way here because all the pressure's on the Jazz. The pressure's not on the Kings. They're eliminated. But you got to check and see who's playing. The line has come down a little bit, so maybe Sacramento going to play their full lineup. By the way, let me get a quick update in here. We do have a final in Pittsburgh. Kyle Palmieri gets the game-winning Ooh. goal in overtime, wow. and he also scored in the first period, so two for Palmieri. Four to three, Islanders draw first blood in that series in Pittsburgh, one nothing series lead. And the two dogs cash in the first two playoff games in the Stanley Cup playoffs on Saturday night. Of course, it was the Washington Capitals. They went off as a, probably about a plus one 110 plus 115 underdog about the same price for the New York Islanders today. They score first and they score last and they are now up one game to none in that series and both Pittsburgh and Boston were the favorites to win the series mm-hmm. as well. So now you will see what we kind of talked about yesterday. Sure. You'll see the opportunity knocks. Yeah, now you get the series favored as an underdog and I think you're going to get the Boston Bruins are going to get a lot of play despite the fact that they lose game one. You're going to see people come back on them and I'm sure you'll have the same for the Pittsburgh Penguins because when you look at a lot of these series Brady because they've been playing each other all year because they've been playing basically all division games. You do not see really a big sp- very many big spreads except for Avalanche over Blues mm-hmm. where Avalanche are like $5 because there's a big point discrepancy and also Maple Leafs about 350 and change over the Montreal Canadiens but a lot of these series are under $2 for a favorites because especially in that East Division Bruins Capitals Islanders Penguins that was the most competitive division in the National Hockey League, that East Division, yeah. where you're basically splitting hairs between these two teams. It's not like the West Division, where you had three clear at the top with the Golden Knights, and then, of course, the Avs and the Minnesota Wild, and then the St. Louis Blues were down there like in the 50-point range when these other teams were at the 70-point range. Speaking of the divisions in hockey, you look at the Central Division, which was also very competitive, along with the East. The Hurricanes were on top in that division, followed by the Light the Panthers and the Predators. Actually, the Panthers finished ahead of the Lightning, I believe, in points. Um, But as far as the odds to come out of that division, the Hurricanes are the favorite tied with the Lightning at plus 135 here at BetMGM. And then the Panthers and the Predators, much bigger underdogs. What is your feeling to come out of that division? It was kind of, you know, a seesaw battle throughout the regular season. Well, Carolina has been the best defensive team in the National Hockey League, and I do believe in the playoffs. We've watched them over the years. Defense and goaltending are more often than not going to win, so... I think the Hurricanes are justifiable favorites, but now that the Lightning are getting healthy, Kucherov going to make his debut tonight, hasn't played all season, Stamkos is back. So now you do have the defending champs at full strength, so they're clearly going to see some support. If they win this series over the Florida Panthers and they kind of get their legs underneath of them, some of these guys that have been injured and out of the lineup, and they're able to kind of flip that switch, so to speak, over the course of six or seven games, they could be very dangerous. We'll talk more about the Stanley Cup playoffs, get to the baseball, also some NBA, some meaningful games coming up as we roll on inside the Green Zone. 
Players may not get style points for home runs, but baseball betters do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using the code VSIN100, and if you place a $1 money line wager on the Cardinals or the Padres, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana and Tennessee. 800-889-9789. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Green Zone. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And taking a look at the baseball scoreboard here, your Cincinnati Reds are on the board in Colorado, Wes. And that was quite an affair on Saturday. Took them 12 innings to come out with a winner there. The Reds did prevail 6-5 to five over Colorado. Colorado ten, uh, trying to take three out of four in this series. And boy, what a home road split for this team, the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, absolutely. And Jeff Hoffman, by the way, a longtime Colorado Rockies pitcher, is on the bump for the Cincinnati Reds. First two get on here in the bottom of the first, uh, so no score so far. Ryan McMahon up against Jeff Hoffman with uh, two outs, or excuse me, only one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, this is this has been a tough uh, row to hoe here for the Reds here on this trip, even though they did get a win last night, but I kind of leaned a little bit to Colorado in this spot. Uh, just Jeff Hoffman going back to your old ballpark, a little bit of pressure. He's a guy that's pretty much a fastball pitcher, so he's very hittable. He's not going to strike a lot of guys out, only 27 strikeouts so far this season. So he's going to throw some across the plate, and the Rockies are going to be able to hit him at Coors Field. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm on the Rockies today as well. Uh, you know, I don't know if you can bet this team on the road, but I did jump on them today at Coors Field. We've got a few games coming up at the top of the hour and one will be in Seattle where the Beebs is on the hill for the Cleveland Indians, Wes, and Seattle took it to the Indians on Saturday but now Shane Bieber will go against Duger for Seattle and of course Bieber a big favorite on the road here at BetMGM it is up to minus 210. Now, I'm seeing as low as minus 195 in the market. But again, better than a $2 favorite here at BetMGM and one of those Sunday low totals of 7.5. Yeah, and the Indians had been hot. Nine of their they last really 10, were. but now they've lost their last two to Seattle. Of course, you got Shane Bieber, the ace on the mound. But... What has happened with the Indians, aside from Jose Ramirez and then Ahmed Rosario has been hit well the last few games, this team's still in a slump at the plate. So even with Shane Bieber on the bump, this is a little bit of a big number to go ahead and play. And the Mariners, who I've been on the last couple of days, have been pretty good since they were almost no hit by Zach Plesak. He took mm -hmm. a no hitter into the eighth inning. Seattle bats have kind of gotten a little bit hot, seven to three victories. Now it was against Adam Savali and Tristan McKenzie. Now you're going to have to face Shane Bieber. So that's a difficult road to hoe here. Nevertheless, I couldn't lay it on the road with the Indians. I just thought that that price was too high considering as good as Shane Bieber has been. They're not hitting right now, and that's why you're seeing that total get bet to the under, and you often see that on Sundays, and I reinforce this point all the time. 
Seattle not leaving their park, especially when you get two teams that are leaving the park that they're playing in where they got to go on the road, that is usually a good spot for what I call the getaway game day unders. And Cleveland, of course, is going to leave. They're going to finish their set with Seattle. Seattle will still stay in their home park. But usually you'll see that last game on Sunday, and you'll see a lot of support for the unders. The Golden State Warriors, by the way, fell behind early to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, last it looked, it was 12-4, to but now Golden State is starting to turn it up here. 14-8 to now as Ja Morant puts in a bucket there for the Grizzlies. Day, uh, Draymond Green and Steph Curry getting it going on offense for Golden State. Again, 14-8, to and there's a turnover by the Warriors. Just about, uh, eight and a half, or about eight minutes left in the first quarter there in San Francisco. You've got the Los Angeles Dodgers also coming up here pretty quick at Chavez Ravine hosting the Miami Marlins and all of a sudden the Dodgers are really kind of back in the mix we saw I think it was uh, eight out of ten losses or something like that and and the streak was even more further extended out beyond that uh, all the losing the Dodgers had been doing as of late but all of a sudden now they are just one game back of the San Francisco Giants in the National League East. The San Diego Padres have been playing well as well and trail the Giants by just a half a game. Nelson versus Lopez today in Southern California and pretty much in the neighborhood of 140 to 145 all over town. I do see a minus 150 in favor of the Dodgers. West here at BetMGM, minus 145 and a total of 7.5. Kind of a bullpen day you would anticipate for the Dodgers. Uh, of course, now trying to figure out what the rotation is going to be, losing Dustin May, the ginger guard. I know he hates that name, but <laughs> I think it's a good name anyway. He's out for the season, though, unfortunately, with Tommy John surgery. And now the Dodgers, the injury's kind of starting to mount up. They did lose Corey Seager yesterday to a broken hand, so that's a big blow. Gavin Lux likely to fill that void here. So I kind of liked Miami in the situation anyway because Pablo Lopez, I think, has been very good. He's certainly been their most reliable starter, 307 on the ERA, 366 on the fielding independent pitching. So with Jimmy Nelson, the bullpen, I think, is going to get taxed a little bit here today. I'm not sure how long Nelson is going to go. Probably going to open up maybe for a couple innings here from this standpoint. So I know the Dodgers have really been batting these Marlins around here over the last couple games, 7 nothing. Uh, last night and then 9-6 to six on Friday night. Trevor Bauer, a very good effort yesterday, but I thought the price was a little high for Miami, and you're seeing them get some support, especially in the first five innings, knowing that the starter, Jimmy Nelson, is not going to go. But this was about 148 in the overnight. Now you're seeing in like the low 130s, 125-ish here. So I do like the Marlins in the spot. Interesting. The Phoenix Suns now extending their lead over the San Antonio Spurs, 108-101 to with just six minutes left in the fourth quarter, Wes. And all of a sudden, Phoenix is in play to cover this spread. They went off as about uh, nine-point favorites on the road at San Antonio. Yeah, they did, and without Devin Booker and without Chris Paul and still getting a win, but of course, you don't really necessarily have a focused home underdog here in the San Antonio Spurs because they're going to be the 10 seed, so Greg Popovich is going to try to rest some guys and have their energy for that 10 versus 9 matchup, and San Antonio is going to be going on the road either to Memphis or either the, the Bay Area to go ahead and play that 9 seed, so 
the loser gets the nine seed here in this Memphis Golden State matchup. And just four minutes into the game here in the first quarter, 17 to 8 Grizzlies. And 108 to 101 remains the score. There looks like a timeout in San Antonio where the Phoenix Suns currently lead it by seven. They are six and a half point favorites in the in game market. Let's get back to the Diamonds here. We've got another one that'll go to first pitch at 110 Pacific, 410 Eastern in Arizona. That will be the Diamondbacks hosting the Washington Nationals. Eric Fetty goes against Luke Weaver and West. Both of these teams have really been struggling. They've both lost seven out of their last 10 games. Arizona got the win on Saturday, 11-4, after Arizona fell to the Nationals on Friday, 17-2. So one team's been able to score, not so much the other. A rubber match here today, and pretty much a pick em game. Nine is your total. Yeah, two big scores here. So you would think, okay, you got to go with the, with the over here because you have two basically, I think, pedestrian pitchers here, even though Luke Weaver, I think, has been a little bit better to start the season than Eric Fetty. Eric Fetty, 529 ERA. 443 on the XFIP, so not much really to his numbers, but this was nine and a half. It's now nine, juice to the over pretty much most spots, including minus 120 here at BetMGM. I could see an under in order. I know this doesn't look like an under game because you've got two pitchers that are basically middle of the road here, but after the slugfest we've seen the last couple days this just strikes me as sometimes you see those and then all of a sudden you get that third game or final game in the series and it's like three to two or something like that and with both these eras over five you would think okay nine as an over is easy pickings but maybe target that first five under here and right now it's five, juice to the under at minus 120 at BetMGM and pretty much market-wide. That's certainly, I think, the way to go here. We will see, and, and I think that's probably the better way, too, because because we've had these slugfests, you've probably seen two teams that have had to use their bullpens right. a lot. Yeah. So what I would do in terms of playing the under, I would play the starters here in the first five instead of maybe playing the full game because you could get one of those underpaced type of games and then all of a sudden these bullpens are taxed or they're using an arm that's really at the back end of the bullpen and then all of a sudden it sneaks over at the end. 19-12, to 12, the Memphis Grizzlies out to a seven-point advantage over the Golden State Warriors right now with just under six minutes left to go in the first quarter there. Over to the Diamonds, some scorers that are coming in now. The San Francisco Giants leading the Pittsburgh Pirates in the bottom of the eighth inning. Now, Pittsburgh got a two-run, two-out home run in the bottom of the ninth on Saturday to top San Francisco 8-6. to Looking for a similar result here as they trail 2-1 to in the bottom of the eighth inning at PNC Park. Baltimore and New York. The Yankees got out to a 4-0 lead and Baltimore hung right in there and now has the lead 8-5. to This one clearly over the total Total at Camden Yards, bottom of the eighth inning. Orioles still hitting with a three-run advantage. And the Toronto Blue Jays early and often over the Philadelphia Phillies. Right now, four to nine in the bottom of the seventh inning there. Boston hanging on to a one-point advantage over the Los Angeles Angels, five to four in the bottom of the eighth there. And the Chicago Cubs trying to blank the Detroit Tigers. They are into the bottom of the ninth inning. Detroit at the plate, trailing Chicago five to nothing. Also the same score in the bottom of the fifth inning in Milwaukee. The Brewers leading the Atlanta Braves 5 to nothing, and the Houston Astros out in front of the Texas Rangers 2 to nothing in the top of the 6th. Minnesota doubling up Oakland 4 to 2, and the Chicago White Sox have now taken the lead over the Kansas City Royals 2 to 1 in the bottom of the 
sixth inning there in Chicago. Still one nothing Redlegs leading the Colorado Rockies. One hour in the books here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you rolling through a very busy Sunday. All kinds of action in the hockey playoffs, the NBA, baseball. We've also got a NASCAR race to touch on, Mr. Reynolds. We'll be right back right here on VSIN. 